Hello, everybody. Welcome in on a Monday. Uh, this is Sawyer here, and uh, today on the show, um, I have some topics today. Um, so first, we're going to start with why do NBA teams still fear LeBron in his 18th season? I discussed that with the Nets also signing Blake Griffin a few weeks ago. Um, the bracket is out. I go over my favorites, my pick to win the tourney, and my sleepers. And then lastly, I discuss Drew Brees' career and his impact on football. Um, so I'll start with um, the, the signing of Blake Griffin to the Nets and what that means to them. And I mean, it was a good signing, I thought. I thought Blake Griffin needed a team, and I think he wanted to go to a team that I think he thought had the best chance to win the title. But my question is always, um, why do so many teams fear LeBron? And I'm just going to put this in perspective for you guys, but it is all in order to stop LeBron from winning another chip. I can give you some examples, and I will, actually. So, 2016, LeBron wins a championship, comes back to Cleveland, parade, celebration, everything. KD signs with the Warriors. Like, that is literally out of fear of LeBron building another dynasty, and that it, players got to team up and stop him. I don't know how to, to like describe this to people. It's like, it's so... Um, I just, it's so, uh, like, obvious what's happening. It's like, guys just have to team up to, like, beat LeBron. And I get it, LeBron teamed up in Miami, but, you know, LeBron really didn't start the super team. I think the Celtics started the super team. When they brought in, they already had Paul Pierce and Rajon Rondo, they drafted both those guys, and they brought in Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett, and they won a chip. So I hate when people say, like, oh, but LeBron started the super team. I don't view it like that. I view it like LeBron just kind of, you know, he empowers the players. LeBron wants more player movement, and I think he started that movement, and kind of more players have followed that same thing. Like KD went to the Warriors and so many more guys, you know, are, you know, they don't want to be places and they force trades and yada, yada, yada. And like, I just feel like why in his 18th season, man's 36 years old and teams still fear LeBron. I think that that goes to the greatness of LeBron James. I mean, it's honestly like, like they didn't do that with MJ, man. They just didn't. There wasn't as much of a importance on player movement, but like they didn't do that. You didn't see like, uh, you didn't see like Drexler going with like other dudes until like you know Bar um with like Barkley or anything like that. Barkley tried to go at it alone with the Suns, and he tried and he went head to head with Jordan in the finals. And you know it was a good series. Barkley played well, but I think it ended in six. I'm pretty sure. I forget what finals that was, but uh, I'll see right now what finals it was. Um, and then you have the same thing with Drexler, and um, you know he tried to go at it alone, um, and it just didn't work out. Jordan came out first game, and he hit like something like six threes, and that just set the tone for the entire series. Like um, 1993 finals, Bulls, Suns. 
I think it ended in, yeah, um, I think it was six, I'm pretty sure. I think the Suns forced it six games. But, like, I just can't describe to you guys how, like, players will come out and say it because they don't want to admit that they're fearful of another player, like, you know, starting a dynasty and... Um, like players want to stop other players from winning championships, obviously, because they want to win championships, you know, so they have to team up with other good players so they can win championships. But I just, I think it's all out of like, you know, James Harden won't come out and say it, but one of the reasons that he forced his way out of Houston was so he could go play with other good players and stop another great all-time player like LeBron. So... You know, that's how I'll start my show today. Um, and just, I literally think the behind that signing was the fear of LeBron winning another championship. And I think that just goes to the greatness of LeBron James and what he is all about and his place in the all-time ranks. And obviously, for everybody, that's pretty high. So... Um, I'll transition a little bit. The uh, the bracket is out. Um, I've made some picks. Um, so I did a bracket episode a few years ago. I think two years ago because there was obviously no tournament last year. Um, so I'll give you some of my picks. Um, definitely we will do that. Um who I picked to win the tournament, I think... So, I think there's three teams that can win this tournament. And they're all one seeds, but if you honestly look at the tournament's history, a lot of the winners are one seed. Now, what you don't want to do is you don't want to pick four one seeds because the likelihood of that happening is it's probably not going to happen. Like, if I'm being honest. Like, it just doesn't happen that much where four one seeds like all make the final four. You want to mix in a couple one seeds, but definitely my recommendation, don't go all one seeds. It's just too predictable. And this tournament is all about chaos and it's literally called March Madness. So um I think there's three teams that can win the tournament. And so I'll start with Illinois. Illinois is my pick to win the tournament, I think, because of two players. Uh Kofi uh, Kofi Cockburn, their center, he is a beast. I've watched him, you know, obviously as an Ohio State fan. I watch him a good deal. I watched him on Sunday when Illinois took down the Buckeyes. He is a beast inside. He is so big, so strong, can rebound the hell out of the ball. Like, he's just a menace, and that's going to be very hard for teams to deal with, honestly. And then you got Io. Io's their guard. He's he had to play with a face mask in the Big Ten tournament, but he's an elite guard already. His handle is very smooth. His handle is very like it's like a tight handle. It kind of like he just has a way of like handling the basketball. But um, Illinois would be my pick to win the tournament personally because. They won the Big Ten tournament, and the Big Ten, if you guys don't know, the Big Ten is a gauntlet. It is a 
best conference in the NCAA for basketball. Best conference. Got nine teams in, uh, two one seeds and two number two seeds. You know, best conference in the NCAA, I think by far. I think second might be this year. It might be the ACC or the Big 12, but I definitely think the uh, the the Big 10 is the best conference in the league. Um, so this is my first team that can win it. My second team would be the Gonzaga. I'm pretty sure it's the Bulldogs. Yeah, I think it's the Bulldogs. Now, Gonzaga kind of has this notion of they... Um, They've been close to winning it. I think one year they, yeah, Bulldogs. Um, one year they got to the national championship against North Carolina, and they they were so close to winning it. It was a great game, but North Carolina came out on top, and Roy Williams got another title. So Gonzaga, I think, can win the championship because... Jalen Suggs, if you haven't watched Jalen Suggs, then I would get around to doing that because he is very good. He will be an NBA player, might go number one. We'll see how that all shakes out. I mean, draft is until June, so, I mean, we'll just have to see how that shakes out. But um, he's elite already. Um, and just like Gonzaga's kind of that team, they're on the West Coast, like nobody really like watches their games because their conference, not a lot of people know a lot of teams in their conference. The only team I really know is St. Mary's because St. Mary's had Matthew Dellavedova, who is a Cleveland Cavalier. Um, but, you know, their games are late and they're on the West Coast and like but Gonzaga, there's a reason they haven't lost a game. And still, they play in a weaker conference. But still, I think people got to take into account, like, it's hard to go undefeated. Like, it's very hard to go undefeated in any conference. I stand by that. It's very hard to go undefeated. And um, it's just, in, in sports, that's a hard thing to do. It's, it's hard to go undefeated in your respected conference. Like, just because, like, in sports, upsets happen all the time. So, Gonzaga, I mean, they they are definitely, I think they're the number one overall seed. I'm pretty sure. Let me look that up real quick. I would assume. They are my second team that I think can win the tourney. Um, my third team is another one, but... Um, you know, no surprise, one seeds usually win the tournament. If I had to give any advice, it's usually a one or a two. So my uh, third team that I think can win the tournament is Baylor. Baylor, because I think the Big 12 was a very, they're probably the second best conference in college basketball because of teams like Oklahoma State. Another player you should check out if you have not yet is Cade Cunningham. Very good guard. He might go... He'll probably go top five in the NBA draft. Um, so Oklahoma State, West Virginia's good, and Texas is good. So, like, Baylor got the... And they got knocked out early. Don't get me wrong. I think they... I forgot who they... They lost to... 
lost in like the semifinal of the Big 12 tournament. Um, they lost to they played they played Hartford in the first round by the way. Um, but they are a pretty good team because they did not lose. They started the year like 18, 19 and 0. And that's hard to do, and I think big the Big 12 is definitely better than Gonzaga's conference, so that's definitely hard to do. Um, but, uh, yeah, I uh, let's see who they lost to real quick. Um, I know Texas won the Big 12 tournament. They beat Oklahoma State in the championship game. Um, they, Baylor lost to Oklahoma State. Um, I'll get to my sleepers in a minute, but uh, definitely a team. Keep your eye on Oklahoma State. Keep your eye on them. They have the potential to win a couple games in the tournament, and definitely keep a close eye on them. I forget what region they play in, but they they can make some noise in this tournament. Um, so Baylor would be my final team that I think can win the tournament. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. Maybe you're thinking it. Maybe you're not. Um, Where's Michigan? Michigan, I still think, can make a run. But because of the injury to Isaiah Livers, he has a stress fracture in his foot. I'm just not sure how far they can go. I still think they can win a couple games, but Isaiah Livers is a big piece of that team. So... If he gets back by like the second weekend, then maybe my opinion will change. But it's kind of hard when there's like a literal fracture in your foot. It's hard. You usually have to wait about like at least a month for that to heal. Probably two to three months like to start running and stuff again. But because of that, I don't have them as a team that can possibly win the tournament. I still think they can go far, don't get me wrong, but they cannot win the tournament without Isaiah Livers. It's just my opinion. Um, On to my sleepers, teams to watch. Um, Upsets, Ohio. Reason I pick Ohio as a sleeper, they ran through the MAC tournament. Um, They beat... uh, Let's look again. They beat somebody really bad in the... Uh, tournament final. I think that was on Saturday night. Um, they they beat. Let's see who they beat real quick. Oh, they beat Buffalo. I think. Yeah, they beat Buffalo by like twenty. Yeah, they beat Buffalo by fifteen. They're a team to watch. Um, reason why they play Virginia. Virginia has had COVID issues, if you have not heard. Virginia cannot travel to the tournament until Friday of this week. So that's kind of a, it's a very, like, I think they'll be kind of a little bit flustered because they can't get there as early as they want because they have COVID. And um, I think, I think that's definitely, and I like Ohio. I like kind of their moxie. I like the, there was, uh, his name is... There's a player specifically that I like on their team. Yes, Jason Preston. Watch out for Jason Preston. He um he was 
very he was not very recruited you know had to post his highlights on Twitter it's a great story it's a great recruitment story and he's been balling for them he has been hooping he it's just a great story so Ohio's a feel good team that I would watch out for and they're my first sleeper my second sleeper Georgetown Double-digit seed. There has been a double-digit seed gone to the Sweet 16 in, I think, mm, I think it's like the past five years there's been at least one double-digit seed to get to the Sweet 16. So there's been one double-digit seed to um, get to the second weekend. But uh, Georgetown, um, they got hot. And I think that's the thing about this tournament is it's like it's whoever is hot at the right time. It's whoever's playing their, like, you don't necessarily have to be, like, the best team from the entire year. You just have to be the best team in March, if you kind of know what I'm saying. Like, you kind of have to, you just got to be hot. You got to be playing well. Because if you if you're kind of a team that you kind of you know you slouch through like you know you're you're kind of sleepwalking through like January and February, I think, and you get hot in March, you can like win the tournament if you sneak in and you like get a good region. And there's a lot of factors, but Georgetown is definitely a team to watch out for because they, um, I'm pretty sure they beat Creighton. I think so. Um, yeah, they crushed Creighton. And, like, Georgetown, like, they're 13-12. and 12, So they, like, they, they had to win the Big East tournament to get into the big dance. But uh, Georgetown, definitely a team to watch out for. Um, they're hot at the right time, so they're definitely a sleeper. They're a 12 seed, by the way. They play... Um, their first round matchup is, um, let's look real quick. Um, they are a 12 seed. I forget what region they play in, but definitely if you have your bracket in front of you while you're listening to this, definitely put them in. I would pencil them in or if it's electronic tap their icon and I would have them going to either the round of 32 or the sweet 16. Um, my third sleeper is, uh, UConn. UConn is my third sleeper. They are a seven seed. And if you don't know, the UConn Huskies have a good history in this tournament. They have won it a handful of times. Um, Kemba Walker was a guard for them, and obviously he plays in the NBA now for the Celtics, and he uh, he carried that team. I remember they went in to the Big East tournament, and that was this is when UConn was in the Big East, and actually they no I I forget what conference they're in, but anyway, so they were in the Big East back in like I think the year was like 2011, 2012. And Kemba just went off and he, you know, he carried this team. It was like something like six wins or it was five wins in five days. And he just, they kept winning games and they kept getting hotter and hotter. 
and just they they won like because you need to win six games to win the NCAA tournament and they won 11 games in a row because they won the Big East tournament and they won the NCAA tournament so UConn has a rich history of they get hot in March wouldn't be surprised if they duplicated if uh they duplicated that this year they have uh He's a good little guard. His name is, um, let's see. I know his rent name, but I don't want to butcher it. Um, look it up right here. Um, the James Booknight. Yeah, he's a sophomore from Brooklyn, New York, and uh, he is definitely a player to watch for them. So those are my sleepers. Um, there's my advice for the tourney. I gave you my sleepers, my picks. Um, my sleepers, my favorites, and uh, my pick to win the tournament, Illinois Fighting Illini. Write it down. Mark it down. Um, hope it happens um, so I can be right. Uh, my final topic today that I will end with, um, this happened yesterday if you missed it. Um Drew Brees retired from the NFL. Um, this was kind of coming, I feel like. I mean, he... Drew Brees, like last year, he kind of had some struggles. And I think it was relatively because of age. But I think kind of with Brees and the Saints organization, I think it's kind of time for each to go their separate ways. Um I definitely think Breeze, it was time for Breeze to retire. If I'm being, I'll be completely honest, guys. This, like, Breeze towards the end of the year last year, he, like, could barely throw the ball 20 yards. It was kind of like Big Ben. Like, Big Ben, I watched that playoff game against Cleveland. He looked bad. Like, he threw, like, four interceptions. Like, um, but back to Drew Breeze. Incredible career. Um, Obviously, I think he's a top Five quarterback of all time. I maybe go there. I maybe go there. I'm going to go there. Um, in no specific order. Well, we'll do order real quick. Tom Brady won two. Two Elway, three Peyton Manning, four uh, Marino, and five you could sneak Breeze in there. Breeze is the most accurate passer I've ever seen. Completion percentage off the charts. He is just so accurate. And he's so short, which is the impressive part because he can't really... He's like six foot. Like, you know, he he's kind of like got that Russell Wilson quality where like... Like Russ, like... It's hard for him to see over his O-line because the O-line, are so, O-line is so tall and he's got to get out of the pocket. Um... But Breeze, like, incredible career. I, uh, you know, got to appreciate the legends, guys. Got to appreciate, like, you know, when Brady retires, you know, if you like him, dislike him, like, got to respect seven rings, maybe eight on the way. They did sign Shaq Barrett back. They signed Chris Godwin back. They're running it back. Um, Be excited to watch. Chiefs just added Joe Tooney. Really wanted my Bengals to get him, but I knew that was kind of unlikely because Bengals don't attract a lot of top-tier free agents. Um, But definitely uh, 
have a good retirement, Drew. Um, you know, he was gave a lot to the game, and he's an all-time great, obviously. So I will, I will miss watching him play. I definitely watched him on a lot of Sundays. And, uh, again, hats off to him for a great career. Um, so that is getting to the end of uh, my show. Um, thank you guys for listening today. Um, I know I didn't do a show last week, but I'll try to be putting out as much content as I can over the couple weeks, you know, with tournament uh, happening. Um, again, thank you, thank you guys for listening. I'm trying to really grow my channel and share my knowledge of sports. You know, I started this because I just really like to talk about sports and share my ideas with you guys. So. Thank you so much for listening. My goal this week is 10 plays again. If we could duplicate that, that would be fantastic. All right, guys, have a great week. Um, Thank you for listening again, and bye-bye.